the book of Acts chapter 10, and we're going to read a very uh, powerful story, and it's going to take 35 verses, but we're going to get into this story, and I want you to imagine it. I want you to let your imagination go with this story. Two Christmases ago, my family plotted on me. They plotted on trying to get me healthy. And so what they did is they went and they bought me a Fitbit. Any of y'all know what a Fitbit is? How many of y'all know what a Fitbit is? All right, all y'all know what a Fitbit is. Perfect. So you know that a Fitbit is this gadget, it's a watch that is put on your wrist that's designed to count the number of steps that you take in a day. And a Fitbit is programmed uh, in line with the American Heart Association. The the American Heart Association says that you have to take 10,000 steps a day in order to have a healthy heart. And so that Fitbit, all through the day, I didn't realize this. I didn't ask for no Fitbit, but they got me a Fitbit. So I put the Fitbit on, and one of the things you may know is that throughout the day, the thing tracks your progress. And so I was getting these notifications. This thing was buzzing on my wrist during the day. And at the end of the day, I would get these notifications, and it would say, you're only 9,000 steps away from your goal. (laughs) And so I did what any self-respecting pastor would do. I sat down, and I was reading the Bible, and I was going like this. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get my steps up because my wife was watching, you know? I got tired of the notifications. I knew that Fitbit had this built-in standard of what was required to have a healthy heart. But I was not interested in Fitbit's standard. So what I did was I went in and I reprogrammed it down to a 1,000 steps a day. And so every day I was getting these notifications, you're doing great. You are knocking it out of the park. You are rocking it. And then I had the nerve to tell my wife in 30 days, hey, babe, 30 days of hitting my goal. You know what I'm saying? I was hitting my 1,000 step goal. Now, I knew good and well that walking 1,000 steps a day was not really going to help me to have a healthy heart. But what I did was I just moved the standard because I was tired of being reminded of how far I was missing the mark, how far off I was. I think that it's important for us to understand that God has a standard for Christian community and neighbor love. He has a standard that is required In order for us to have a healthy heart, we have to hit that standard of Christian community and neighbor love. And that standard is everybody always. That's simple. God's standard for neighbor love is everybody always. God's standard for Christian community is that we love one another through hard times through good times, through bad, through suffering, through trial, and that that love stretches outside of the boundaries of the people that share our culture and our upbringing. That love is meant to stretch outside the borders of the people who grew up like we did, who look like we do. This love is meant to spill outside the boundaries that we're normally accustomed to. But here's the thing. One of the things you'll notice about the American church, if you're paying attention, is that we, we have moved the standard of Christian community and neighbor love down to a point that it doesn't require us to do anything different from what we're doing right now. 
We have moved the standard down so that we can feel good about ourselves while we exist in communities that don't have any difference in them. In other words, what I'm saying is we are accustomed to spending our time around people who are like us. We give our attention to people who are like us. We build our friendships with people who are like us. We sit at the lunch table during school with people who are like us. And we, because we have moved the standard down, we feel good about ourselves and feel like we are doing everything that God requires of us. But what I want us to see today is what God is after, not just in the life of his individual people, but in the life of his community. And we're going to get that picture through God's word to the outsider. What does God say to the outsider? How does God want to use us to communicate his love and his word to those who are outsiders? What is an outsider? Someone who's not in the center in your little world. Think about your cliques. Who are the people that are in? What do they look like? What do they smell like? Are they all people who, who make a certain income? Are they people who all come from the same educational place? Are they people that all look like you? This is not, I repeat, this is not about being politically correct. Politics is not the origin of this beautiful vision. God is. The God who is one in three and three in one. The God who is in himself unity in diversity. A beautiful union. This is God's idea. This is not something that was created by modern universities. This idea that we ought to be accepting of everyone. What we're going to see is that the Christian faith has much deeper resources and a much more beautiful vision than anything that can be found in our culture. But guess what? It's going to require a dying to ourselves. It's going to require repentance and faith. It's going to require prayer. But most of all, it's going to require a renewed heart that is produced by the gospel. 